When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And today we are going to be talking about how to, basically a guide to building better conversations, aka better relationships by talking less, asking more questions, and listening more. And this is something that I think will help anyone in any aspect of their life, whether they're, you know, in their, like, personal relationships or in their business relationships or with their coworkers or their boss or whoever. So basically what I want to do is dive into why it's so important to learn these things. It's so important to ask better questions, to listen more, and to talk less. So I'm going to give you just five reasons why. Um, This will be short and sweet. So number one, obviously, if you're listening more, you're probably going to learn something, right? If you're going into a conversation, again, this can be a conversation with anyone in your life. If you're going into this conversation with open ears instead of just listening to respond or listening to get your point across, um, you're probably going to learn something new. And we've talked about this a lot, but it's so important to always be a student right? So go into it thinking about, okay, I could potentially learn something new in this conversation. Because if it's growth that you're after, you need to assume that the person that you're listening to, the person that you're having a conversation with might know something that you don't, right? Whatever you're having a conversation about, they probably know something that you don't know. It's pretty likely, right? So Everyone has these unique experiences. Everyone has, you know, these different life experiences. Everyone has these different skills. Um, Everyone has different talents that you can learn from. So if you're going into this conversation, actually looking to have a conversation and kind of a two-way, you know, situation, rather than always just listening to respond and listening to talk and listening to get your point across, you're probably going to learn something new and talking less and and listening more, you can really reframe your part of the conversation to be more about learning than about like preaching. You know, so so that everyone's a resource to you. Every single person that you come across can be a resource to you. So asking questions based on, you know, what you're hearing um, from the person that you're having a conversation with, this is going to allow you to go deeper into that conversation right? It's going to allow you to take routes in this conversation that you maybe otherwise would not have gotten into if you were just listening to respond and always, you know, having to have that next word. So if you always want to be growing, I think this is hugely important. Just start asking 
more questions and utilizing conversations for growth, right? Remember that we're always looking for growth opportunities. So if you're surrounding yourself with people that are better than you, people that are smarter than you, people that are faster than you, people who have different skill sets than you, make sure you're taking advantage of that opportunity by asking them questions, okay? So that's number one, learn as much as you can, right? Number two is you'll probably gain respect and trust of whoever you're talking to. If you're asking questions and genuinely engaging in the conversation and listening, instead of just talking over them or cutting them off or just so worried about your response, you're probably gonna gain that trust and respect from them. And this is especially important if you are dealing with business partners or people that you wanna do business with, like you have to have that mutual trust and that mutual respect, right? You can't just like, nobody's gonna work with you if they don't respect you or trust you. Um, If you haven't read How to Win Friends and Influence People, I highly suggest it. It's one of the most influential um, books of all time, and it's one of the most, the best-selling books of all time. But it's all about communication and interpersonal relationships. And if you're in any sort of person-to-person business um, or just life in general, which all of us are, it's a really, really powerful tool that you can use. But one of the most valuable recommendations that he makes in that book is that if you can become a great listener and you can encourage people to speak about themselves, you're gonna gain respect and admiration from them because they see that you actually care about what they have to say, right? So think back to the last time that you had a conversation with someone that you felt really welcomed into the conversation. Um, You know, you maybe stepped away from that conversation thinking like, wow, I really enjoyed that exchange. You know, I had a really good time having this conversation with this person. Um, It was interesting, it was engaging, and time really flew by. I'm sure you've been in a situation where that has happened. Maybe it's even just like a girl's night or something where you're just having conversation and you feel really welcomed and you feel like you're being heard and you feel like you're hearing them and it just feels like a really good exchange. The chances are that they probably spoke about themselves a lot and you were able to listen to them and kind of learn about them, right? And maybe ask questions about them. Um, And so you can kind of take away from that, that you probably weren't talking about yourself the whole time, right? You You weren't sitting there just spewing about your life and your problems and all of these things. You were really engaging in the conversation and listening um, back and forth. But Now, try to think about a time when you had a really crappy conversation. If you were like, oh my gosh, I just wish this would end. And I wish that, you know, they would just shut up and I could get out of this conversation. I'm sure that this one might come to mind a little bit easier. But chances are that they just talked over you the whole time. You know, they just kept talking about themselves. They never asked you any questions. It wasn't like a two-way engaging street right? It was just them. And I I literally have a conversation that I remember from a few weekends ago where this guy came up to us and he was just talking, 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 talking about himself. And like, it was awful. Like we, my husband and I could not get out of that conversation fast enough, but you know, you're probably bored. You're probably like checking your time. You're probably thinking about literally anything other than the conversation. Um, it's very common, but that applies to any relationship. It, re- it applies to any conversation with friends, family, coworkers, business partners, anything. If you can get people to talk about themselves, 
um, in a way that's engaging and they feel like they're welcome in the conversation and they feel like, you know, you actually care about what they have to say, you're going to gain that trust and you're going to gain that admiration and you're going to gain that respect from them, which is really, really important in any relationship, really. Number three is you'll command attention when you do speak. So I think this is really important. If you're always talking (laughs) and you're always, you know, the one that's talking to people, talking at people, preaching to people, um, you know, people are not going to be shocked when it's your turn to speak and they're probably going to tune you out pretty easily, right? Um, I don't know if you guys know like what I'm talking about, but you know those people that just walk into a room and they just like command your attention. They're really contagious. You can just like feel they have that like magnetic energy and Some people have it and some people don't. And why is that? They might be successful, right? And obviously success is influential to people, right? People want to hear what successful people have to say. But when they do speak, what they say carries a lot of impact, right? They're not just speaking to speak. You know those people who just like, like to hear themselves talk, so they're just constantly speaking? These people when they open their mouth, they have something impactful to say because people aren't used to hearing them talk on a regular basis, maybe all day, every day, or maybe they are used to hearing them, but every time that they speak up, they have something impactful to bring to the conversation. Then if they're like standing up in front of people, you know, speaking, their speech is concise. Um, If they're having a conversation with someone, they're concise. They're not like talking in circles, like they get to the point what they're saying is relevant to the conversation. All of those things are so important and they hold a lot more weight than people who are just talking all the time to hear themselves talk or talking in a way that's really long-winded and people are like, oh my gosh, like, can you please get to the point, right? So you'll command that attention when you're the one asking questions and you're the one kind of guiding the conversation um, and speaking in a way that's concise and impactful rather than just talking to talk in the conversation. Um, Number four is you're less likely to say something that you don't wanna say. Like you're less likely to say something dumb or, you know, something that you might regret or something that you weren't necessarily supposed to speak about, right? We've all been there. Word vomit is real. Um, but you're deeply involved in a conversation that you're passionate about and then you just like go off on a tangent because maybe you're just kind of like getting ahead of yourself or you're not just like pausing and thinking like, okay, how can I bring the other person into this conversation? Um, but you haven't quite clicked yet that you're like the only one talking, right? You're like, you haven't, or maybe you have and you're like, I don't know how to like stop talking. You can just like pause and ask a question, right? Because we we get ahead of ourselves and we get to the point where we're like, oh my gosh, I'm like talking in circles. Um, And you might say something that you didn't mean to say, or you might say something that you regret or just sounds dumb or whatever the case may be. Maybe you let information slip that you like weren't supposed to be telling people, right? But if you can learn how to talk less um, and get to your point and just then listen and pause and like understand that silence is okay in a conversation. You kind of give yourself that space to develop new ideas and you give the person that you're having a conversation with space to develop new ideas and ask new questions, right? So you kind of have more time to actually like formulate what you're going to say um, and you're less likely to just like spew out something that 
you didn't mean to say, but I think this is really, really important. If you're someone that coaches people um, in anything that you do, if you're a coach of any sort, when you're talking and talking and talking and talking, you know, if they ask, if someone asks for advice or someone asks for help and you just start, ooh, here we go, like do this, do this, do this, do that, like just constantly spewing things out, you have no clue if you're actually helping them, right? If they're like, I need advice on X, Y, and Z and you just start going, for minutes on end, they might be like, that's not what I meant, or that's not what I need help with, or maybe it's what they think they need help with isn't actually their problem, right? And you can avoid wasting a lot, a lot of time by just continuously asking questions. Ask a question, listen to the answer, ask another question, repeat. Like keep digging deeper to figure out the root cause. And then when it's time to come up with a solution, come up with that solution together, right? And ask them what's, you know, what's a good solution that you think would be able to help, you know, whatever the problem is. If you're coaching someone, they need to be talking 99% of the time, not you. And I think that's a very, 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 very big fault in a lot of people who are trying to coach other people is they feel like they just need to have the solution. They feel like they need to have the answer. But in reality, we kind of all hold our own answers. So if you can just ask better questions and dig deeper into what they're actually feeling and how they wanna develop, they're probably gonna come up with their own solution. And that takes a lot of weight off of your shoulders as a coach, that you, you don't have to have the solution to every single person's problem. You guys can kind of co-create that together. But it only comes from listening and being able to ask better questions and actually listening to understand rather than just trying to like get the conversation over. The last thing, number five, is you can keep the conversation going. Um, conversations die pretty quickly when nobody has anything left to say, right? Have you guys ever been in those situations where you're like having a conversation with someone and it kind of dies off and you're just kind of like, well, I don't really know where to go from here. That's like gives my social anxiety like shoots it through the roof. But a lot of times this happens because both parties have kind of said all of the things that they have to say, that they wanted to say, right? And so when you're focused on listening rather than just waiting for an opportunity to speak, you can actually come up with good questions that will keep the conversation going, right? So if you're at like a networking event, this is a really good tool that you can use, is like when they're speaking, listen, and actually be genuinely interested in what they have to say. And your brain will come up with questions because you'll be curious, right? Our brains are naturally curious. So if you want to keep a conversation going and you want to be a better networker, and trust me, this is like my biggest downfall in life is like social anxiety. So trust me when I say this is one of the best tools is listen to understand and listen to be curious and genuinely like interested in what they have to say. And your brain will come up with questions because you'd be like, I wonder this, how long did it take you to do that? Like, tell me more about this, right? And in turn, you're gonna learn more about who you're talking to. And you're gonna be asking great questions and it's gonna feel like a conversation that was really, really awesome for both parties. You're probably both learning things from each other and you're gonna find that the conversation's so engaging that you probably end up discussing things that you had no idea you were gonna be talking about and you're gonna learn things that you had no idea you would learn in that conversation and this can be business, this can be personal relationships, like there's just so many uses for this. So if you're like me and you hate small talk, 
um, keep this tool in the back of your pocket, okay? Those are my five things. Those are my five reasons why um, you can, you just need to stop talking and listen more and ask better questions, especially in the professional world. Um, it will get you really, really far. But honestly, in personal relationships, I would say it's just as important because you need to get to know your people um, and you need to know why they're doing the way, things that they're doing. Um, you need to know, you know, what their goals are and all of these things. And you do that by asking questions and letting them have some words in. Okay. So hopefully this was helpful and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or seven up all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.